welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Positioned for a great harvest. Positioned for a great harvest. Lift your right hand and speak the language of the Spirit. Lift your voice and pray. Oh, heal the power of Jesus' name. Let system disappear. Let closed doors open. Let eyes be open. Let wisdom be imparted. 
as your word is taught and preached. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. Hallelujah. Positioned, not position. There's ED at the end. Positioned for a great harvest. Positioned for a great harvest. I wouldn't want to go back to last week's sermon, else I'll not be able to deliver well. So Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. The bedrock scripture for this teaching. Whilst the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. So in a season of seed time is an anticipation for a harvest. And I'm telling you that from January to now, we have been planting. Say, I've been planting. And therefore, God has ushered us into a period of harvest. So the God of the seed time is the God of the harvest. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. The God we serve is a rewarder. So he will not watch you sow and not give you a harvest. The Bible said that but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. Say a rewarder. Say my God shall reward me. Say I shall be rewarded by Jehovah. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amplified version. But without faith, it is impossible to please and be satisfactory to him. For, we, for whoever will come near to God must necessarily, compulsory, and must believe that God exists and that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Without positioning in your season of harvest, you can miss out on what God is rewarding you with. God is a rewarder, but in your season of rewards, in your season of harvest, if you do not position yourself well, you can miss out. You can get what you should not get. So let me give you some scenarios. Let's go to Micah chapter 6 verse 15. Micah chapter 6 verse 15. The Bible said that thou shalt sow, but thou shalt not reap. And thou shalt tread the olives, but thou shalt not anoint thee with oil and sweet wine, but shalt not drink wine. You see, they, the background is that Israel had dispositioned themselves from God. They were working in disobedience to God. And God was telling them that you will plant, but you will have no harvest. In your season of harvest, you will not have any harvest. So it means that you can have a, a seed time, but in your harvest, you will have nothing. Because of wrong positioning. Say wrong positioning. 
Say wrong positioning. Israel had gone away from God. They had disconnected. They had broken. They were not observing the covenant. They had, they had disregarded the leadership of the Spirit of God. And God said, though you think you are smart, though you think you are connected, though you think you have energy, though you think that you are wiser, you are going to plant and have nothing in your season. Another scripture that is scary, you know, this one means you will not get anything at all. But there is another one that says that you will have little harvest. May you not end your life in a place where you are receiving no harvest. You see, so that's, that's why when you are not receiving certain things, you need to backtrack and check. Because there, there, there are seasons where you must harvest. There are seasons where good news must come to you. There are seasons where you must laugh. Not because somebody told you to laugh, but because something has happened and you cannot just control yourself, but you are laughing. But when you don't enter such seasons, you need to backtrack and edit your life and your relationship with God and find out. Because when they dis disconnected themselves, the Lord said you will plant, but you will not harvest. May it not be your story. Another scenario in Deuteronomy chapter 28, that chapter is a very powerful chapter. It begins with a blessing out of obedience to God's word. And it, its ending part continues with curses. So from verse 13, listen to what happened. Listen to what the Bible says. Verse 13 says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail, and blah, blah, blah. Move to the next verse. The next verse. Okay, so from this point to the end of that chapter is deadly. He said, but it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken. So if you change your position of fellowshipping with me, if you change your position of believing in me, if you change your position from trusting me and obeying me, a lot of bad things can happen to you. And one of the bad things that can happen to you is that in your season of harvest, you will harvest later. <laughs> Let me show you. Verse 38. He said, Thou shalt carry much seed. <laughs> much seed. Oh, Pastor, look at it. And thou shalt carry, may you not put a thousand effort and reap a hundred profit. Your amen is not strong. He said, Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field. It means you plant much seed and shall gather but little. There are too many things that should come into our lives. But where are we positioned? Where are we positioned? Where are you positioned? This is why I'm doing this series. I pray that your story will be different. I said I pray that your story will be different. You shall have a fruitful harvest. Not just a harvest, but a fruitful harvest. I said not just a harvest, but a fruitful harvest. Psalm 107 verse 37. There is another kind of harvest that is called a fruitful harvest. He said, the ESV version. He said, 
they sow fields and plant vineyards and get a fruitful yield. I declare into your life, may you receive a fruitful harvest. May your harvest season be full of good news. Yes. So, you have been made a harvester. Every planter is a harvester. If you planted, you are a harvester. And you have to know, as a harvester, you have to know what can happen in your harvest season. So I just gave you some scriptures. So out of that, I'm going to show you four things that can happen in your harvest. That can happen to your harvest. And that can happen with your harvest. Number one, your harvest, in your harvest time, you may have no harvest. It's possible that somebody can enter into his harvest and come out with nothing. Mercy. Shout, shout mercy. Yeah. That you enter into your harvest and then you come out with nothing. Some people go into labor and they come back with no child. It will not be your story. So we saw that in Micah chapter 6 verse 15. Number two, you, you, you may have a little harvest. Little harvest. We saw it in Deuteronomy 28, 38. Little harvest. You have planted much, but you are coming with little. It's a kind of a curse. You are laboring. You see people labor. When they go on retirement, they look poor. It will not be your story. May you not walk with God and have nothing to show. May you have something to show for walking with God. I said, may you have something to show for walking with God. In the name of Jesus. Number three, your harvest can be destroyed. So it, it isn't that you didn't have a harvest. You had a harvest, but it was destroyed. That is why we do warfare. That is why we do warfare. You do warfare with your tithe and offerings. You do warfare with your prayer. You do warfare with your faith. With your, faith. your shield of faith. Because your harvest can be destroyed. Joel chapter 1 verse 11. You, 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 you cannot be in your harvest and not know that you are in your harvest. You must know because your harvest can be destroyed. You are due for that miracle, but it will not happen. Not because God did not do it. It's because it was destroyed. The Bible said, Be ye ashamed, or ye husbandmen. O ye husbandmen. Ho! All ye vine dressers, for the wheat and for the barley, because the harvest of the field is perished. Please, are you here? May, you see, I'm opening your eyes into some of the reasons why your expectations seem not to happen. Meanwhile, they are happening now, but because you have not positioned yourself well. All these things that were happening to the Israelites, it was at the time that they were not positioned well with God. So number one, you may have no harvest. Number two, little harvest. Number three, your harvest can be destroyed. But it is the number four that God is wishing and praying that all of us will have a fruitful harvest. Yeah. We will all enter our season and come out with evidence of harvest. In the name of Jesus. So number four is a fruitful harvest time. 
May you go to your field and come back with fruit to show. Yeah. May 2022 end. And when you are in January, you can have something to show that when I entered into 2022, this was the good news the Lord gave to me. Your amen is not faithful. So that we see in Psalm 107 verse 37. You must be interested in your harvest. If you want to have a fruitful harvest, you must be interested in your harvest. It will shock you that some people are not interested in their harvest. It will shock you. There are people who have made investment and they don't check what is happening. You know, I was investing with a, an insurance company. I realized I've done a lot of investment with them. Investment policies with them. But I couldn't track it. So if you ask me for my policy, I don't even know. So one day I called the agent that take me to their main office. So we did. I'm going to show you something. That there are sometimes we are not interested in our harvest. You are in your harvest, but you are not interested. I'll, and I'll show you that even Jesus pays attention to his harvest. I'll show you the scripture. So the agent took me to the insurance company. And lo and behold, I had over nine policies with them. Active. And let me shock you. One of the policies had matured over one year and I didn't know. Tell somebody, be interested in your harvest. Some people have children. They are not interested in the welfare. They are investing in their lives more than the children. Tell somebody, be interested in your harvest. Over one year, matured. But because I was not monitoring my policy, my harvest was due and I didn't know. So, Matthew chapter 13 verse 30, we see even Jesus and God himself. He said that, let both grow together until the harvest. That means God is monitoring events. God is monitoring. You are running a business. You don't know what is happening. That is why this pastor will always come to you. If you are a church worker. I will come to your department. Because I got to monitor the work that God has put into my hands. When something is not going well. I will come inside and speak. Because God is monitoring. Let them grow together until the harvest. It means... It is not that he doesn't know what is happening. He said, let them grow. He knows. He knows what is happening. There was new pre-service in the first service, but I watched from beginning to end. And when the band was playing, the cameraman was still showing here. I sent them a message. Why is the band playing and the camera is not on them? Be interested in your harvest. Tell somebody, be interested in your, in your harvest. Yeah. Be interested. In the language of your children. Be interested in the reasoning pattern of your children. Be interested in the behavior and the order in your house. If there are no rules in your house, you are growing children who will be lawless to your family and to the nation. There are no rules. They watch telly anytime. 
They do whatever they like. They don't know what they should do. Oh, yeah, in the 31st century, you will live to regret. The Bible said, let them grow together. And in the time of harvest, in the time of harvest. So God knows the time, what he will do. He said, I will say to the reapers, the harvesters. Another version says, harvesters. Gather ye together first test, first the test, and bind them into in, in bundles to burn them. God is securing his harvest. Separate what I don't need. I need the wheat, not the chaffs. I need the wheat, not the tares. Be interested in your harvest. And then gather unto me the wheat into my bounds. Be interested in your harvest. This is talking about the end time and the souls that Jesus has won. God said, when it is time, I will send my reapers, the angels, to gather unto me my harvest. You are not interested in your harvest. Be interested in your harvest. Be a man and a woman who is interested in his harvest. That is why when you are not coming to church, I will call you or your shepherd will call you or somebody will check up on you. When you are not coming, then we are worried. We are interested. Maybe sometimes we will not call you. It's not because we are not interested. It's because we don't know that you are sick and you've not told anybody that you are sick. Are you here? Yeah. You've not told anybody you are sick. Then you are there. And when I was sick, nobody came to visit me. You didn't tell anybody. Anybody that was sick that told somebody he had attention. Be interested in your harvest. Praise God. Praise God. The second position for today. The second position. And listen and listen well. It will help you. We, we, we have looked at the first position that stop blaming others. Yes or no? Yeah. And don't, don't forget that. Number two, the second position is that be ready to grab God-sent opportunities. Be ready. Be prepared to grab God-sent opportunities. What are opportunities? Opportunities are what you spiritually call open doors. When you are praying, oh God, I receive a new open door. I receive a new open door. You are saying, God, open my eyes to see a new opportunity. Be ready, be prepared to grab new opportunities. Tell somebody, be prepared to grab new opportunities in the name of Jesus. Your ability to see, identify, recognize, and utilize opportunities will determine your greatness in life. Your ability to see, to recognize, and utilize opportunities is what determines your greatness in life. Every missed opportunity brings tension into your life. <laughs> Listen to this sermon. It will help you. Have 25 minutes more. 
every missed opportunity leaves you in another state of regret. And many of us are here as I'm preaching today on opportunities. You can literally count how many opportunities that came your way that you blew it off. Yesterday I was in a funeral service and the man of God was preaching when Solomon used the word vanity upon vanity. And he broke the word down. Eh? I didn't even feel that it was a funeral service. You see, some, some of you young people, you are here, you can dance, you don't want to dance with your legs. Do you know that a time will come your leg will be stiff and cannot bend? Yes, it's a natural process. You have the opportunity. God has given you leg. Do you know some of you here, you say, I have a white teeth, I have a white teeth. Do you know that one day the teeth will not be in your mouth? And you don't want to sing. You are in the congregation, you don't want to sing. At 80, we will see whether you can sing. The way your skin is no me, no me, no me, no me. It will never be the same forever. Tell somebody, grab opportunities. Yeah. It will never. Wrinkles will begin. Your black hair will be gray. And you may lose them. Ask Mr. Bamfo. One day go and ask him. He should show you his picture when he was 28 years. You see that he had a back bush. But now he doesn't comb it. He trusts God. <laughs> when you have opportunity, grab it. I know I will not be strong like this forever. A day will come. It's natural. You will not have that energy. A day will come. You cannot serve God. You cannot give your best. You cannot even go to school. When even they say come for free, you can't. Because your brain cells are dead. Are dead. There are professors today in their old age. When you ask them questions, what is your name? They say, now we're crying. Now who is this that is standing before me? The brain has turned upside down. It has become like a child. Be prepared to grab opportunities because opportunities don't remain forever. They are souls in your compound house. They are souls next door neighbor. They are souls. Look, those days, oh God, may, may God help us to go back to those days. When we were going to church, we went with people. On Saturday, we go and look for souls to bring on Sunday. And when, you see, when you are coming to church, there is another person in the car that is not from your house. Today, we think about ourselves. Do we have opportunities to make investment into the kingdom? Young people, you won't come and pray. Miracle hour, you won't come. I was blasting the singles. You won't come and pray. You are at ease. Wait. You, no, no, you wait. You wait. <laughs> There's a wind you will meet at a certain stage of your life. You will come and pray. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity to pray, put 
investment down. Following God cheerfully. You will not. Opportunity. One day necessity may take you outside the country. And then you will see. You will see. You want to come down but you can't come. Because you must be there for 30 years. And for 30 years you will never have this kind of atmosphere. And then you will see. That God I missed it. I missed the opportunity. And now all you can compensate God is you just be sending money, sending money. But you yourself, you know that you could have done better. Grab opportunities. Because your greatness is in every God-sent opportunity. Give the Lord a mighty clap offer. Nobody can become great when they don't utilize opportunities. There were people we went to school with, they were rusticated. Because when we say rusticated, they were sad. And they didn't make good use of the opportunity. Maybe you'll be on tech campus and you see Katanga Hall and Unity Hall, they are classing, then you two, you go, me, I'm in my bed, in my blanket. I know where I'm coming from. I'm waiting for lecture time to go because I know the opportunity I got is not to come and defend a hall that was built before I was born. I came to acquire knowledge, pick my certificate and launch out into the world to become somebody. This is you. Every container, then they bust your eye. Last time, one of the uh, demonstrations, a circle, a man's eye went off. Who are you defending? <laughs> the only thing that will happen is a press conference. After the press conference, there is no live conference. You are done. Take opportunity seriously. Take it seriously. When I get an opportunity to pastor someone, I do it passionately until the person is out of my hands. Because I may not know who I am pastoring. I may be pastoring the next president. I may be pastoring the next prophet. I may be pastoring the next Virgin Mary. I may be pastoring the next um, Jeremiah. I may be pastoring the next Joseph of Arimathea. I don't know who I'm pastoring. Take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. Yeah. Paul was speaking in Ephesians chapter, chapter 5 verse 16. So I listened they said what Asamwajan wants to go back to work up. When he had the penalty, why didn't he score? didn't he score? And at this time, you want to go. Oh, no. <laughs> the opportunity is gone. It's gone. No. You can have, no, he has the passion. He has the desire. Oh, this is my last wish. I will. Nobody is here to satisfy anybody. The opportunity is gone. It's gone. Redeeming the time because the days. Are evil. 
There are evil days coming, not by witchcraft, not by satanic, but the evil days is that you will get to a stage in your life and you cannot do what you actually desire you want to do. Yeah. There are days coming, doctors will tell you you have to stop taking sugar. You cannot take fried chicken. There are evil days. There are evil days. Yeah, there are evil days. When now that the money has come, now that you can afford, now that you can afford a full ticket at ease, now that you can afford, they say you cannot take it. You must be eating smoked fish, green, green. So yesterday I tried to take a certain cook, uh, cocoa drink, the bitter one. Hey! Is that the life they are going to tell us? <laughs> and you see, those ones when you are drinking, you take it like medicine. You don't, you don't take it small, small. <laughs> and LP said, won't you wait for the sugar? Don't, don't worry. I'm taking medicine. There are evil days. There are days coming when you see, you use, you use your eye, you stand in, on your compound and you are calling the girls. <laughs> a day will come, eh? somebody will be standing in front of you like this. Then you will say, hey, where is the person? Your eyes are dimmed. They are evil days. Redeem the time. For when you are in your harvest and you keep wasting opportunities, you will not have a fruitful harvest. Peter sends an opportunity in seeing Jesus. Jesus said, let me use your boat. He saw an opportunity that Jesus will never use anything and leave it devalued. He, he didn't, he had emotional intelligence. Say emotional intelligence. A lot of us would have gotten angry. Because you've you've worked, look at that when you come home, you're agitated. Small thing, you are angry because you are stressed. You think they will not be stressed. They worked all night. But when Jesus requested to use their boat, is ah, Pastor, oh, uh, Pastor Jesus, Charlie, this is not the time to do service. Can't you see we are tired? What is this, this spiritual, spiritual thing? We, are, we went to fish. No, he had emotional intelligence. He said, use the boat. After that, Jesus gave an instruction. And there was their harvest. I'm praying for you that you will not waste opportunities sent to you in your season. Many people are not prepared to grab opportunities. We are not. We are, we are not. But I'm praying that you will be prepared. You will prepare yourself. You will grind yourself. You will master yourself. You will exercise yourself. You will, you will stretch yourself and prepare for an opportunity. Haven't you been in an office where an, a vacancy comes and then your boss wants to literally push you there, but you see, you don't have, you are not having the caliber of a person. You are not that person. He loves you. He wishes you are there, but you are not the caliber of person. Yeah. You are not the caliber of person. 
you can pray, you can do what, you can do that. I will be, I will, but, oh, but now you are saying, but David, David was a young guy. I will, I will, I will come there, don't worry, I have about 15 to 20 minutes, I will, I will show you. David was a young guy and the Lord, the anointing came upon him. I will show you. I will show you. Be the caliber. I was listening to the new bridge service. That was a powerful service. Let's, let's, let's clap for some. Be the caliber of vessel that is being looked for. Because every time, who told you there are no jobs? Go check the internet right now. Every time they are looking for people, which kind of people? People who are prepared. Opportunities are there. Who told you there are no jobs? Opportunities. Even, even if somebody must connect you, eh, you must show paper. Or, yeah, you have to show paper. You have to. I see a church rising. Yeah. Anytime I'm preaching, I'm not preaching for today. Anytime you see me on the pulpit, I, every sermon is for seven years. So as I'm preaching, eh, the, every message is an elevator. Those who will believe it and grab it, they will enter into the elevator and God will lift them. By seven years time, you will see them and this word I am preaching begins to manifest in their lives. God is not a magician. God is not magnesium sulfate. What you call blue. God is not. God, God, God is not blue. That you put blue in water and all the room. The word. The word must permeate. The word is muck. The word is meat. The word is bone. The word is water. The word must work in you. Joseph was not just exalted. When his season came, he was prepared. He didn't stop interpreting dreams because he went into prison. He had been using the gift. He has been using the gift. Even in disgrace, he was using it. Even when he was not rewarded, he was using it. Even when he was not seen, he was diligent and faithfully using it until the day. The day of your promotion is not the day you do any weird thing. In the day of your promotion, it's the same simple things you used to do that will blow the minds of people. And they'll say, where have you been all this while? You will tell them, I have been in the incubator of faithfulness. I have been in the incubator of diligence and earnestly trusting God. I pray for a generation here that you will rise up and prepare and get ready to grab opportunities. Give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Opportunities. When you miss out on certain opportunities, eh, it brings you into a season of delay. And that one is not the spirit of delay. It is you miss your opportunity. When you miss certain opportunities, it, it, so in my spirit, I know that it is time for us to leave this place and go to the main auditorium. In my spirit, I know it's, it's a window that has been opened. Oh, if you're a pastor and you fail to move with the leading of the spirit, your church 
stagnate and you are done. When there are opportunities, don't waste time. Grab them. Grab. Tell somebody, grab them. Yeah, grab them. Opportunities may come through different ways. Anybody, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your pastor, your pastor's wife, church members, at your workplace, your boss, even that wicked boss, he can give you an opportunity. Your maid, your gate man, anybody. How, how, why do I mention maid? Go and ask Naaman. Who led him for his healing? How do I mention maid? Go and ask Saul. How did he become king? It was through a maid. Anybody, anybody, opportunity. God can use anybody, anything to bring an opportunity to you. There are some of us, we are high-minded. High-minded. So we miss the real opportunities. In your season of harvest, May the Lord anoint your eyes. May the Lord anoint your heart. May the Lord anoint your intellectual capacity that you'll be able to see, recognize, and utilize God's sent opportunities in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In your season of harvest, may God set your eyes to detect. Do you know there are dogs that have been trained to detect bombs and other substances. I even learned that President Putin has dolphins that have been trained to move in the ocean to detect mines. So they detect it and they detonate it. Dolphins. You see, when you complain that you cannot do something, you cannot do something, Sometimes go and watch Olympics games with animals. Tune in. Stop watching uh, PCFM, those local. Stop for some time and start watching Olympic games with animals and see how dogs can be trained. You'll be shocked. The way you insult people, eh? excuse me, say, oh, yeah, cramming, pa. Sometimes they're cramming, eh? it's more trained. You will see the games. They will run, they will jump, they will pass, they will, and, and they do it, and they also do it to break record. It's not that it's the first time. Oh. There are dogs you can train in your home, eh? they don't urinate anywhere but a particular spot. But this is we on the road. <laughs> Am I preaching at all? After you go in class with an opposite sex, then you are like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now remember. <laughs> they will write on the wall, do not urinate here. Fine. Five and eight. Still. <laughs> Say, grab every opportunity. Jacob saw an opportunity and he grabbed it. When I read this scripture, I changed my mind about Jacob. He saw an opportunity and he grabbed it and it changed his destiny, 
his future forever. There are people God will send your way. Don't miss the opportunity to permanently connect to them. There are people around you today you don't need to lose connection with them. Yeah. You don't need to. Because they are God sent. And they are irreplaceable. I know people are replaceable in our lives. But they are people who are irreplaceable in your life. Because of a purpose. They carry the key. <laughs> Mahade Bahatas. They carry the key. You kill Joseph, Israel will die in hunger. So nothing could kill Joseph. Because Israel could not die in famine. There are people in your life, they carry the key. Oh Jesus, I'm sure somebody is sitting there, your head is already aching you. Because the opportunities you can see that you blew. But God is going to give you another opportunity. Genesis 25. 29 to 34. Soft version because of time. Quickly. Soft version. And one day while Jacob was cooking. Some bean soup. May you learn how to do things well. Your amen is not strong. Some of you can cook. But you don't know how to cook well. And you are not improving. Some of you can drive. You don't know how to drive well. You get a car. In six months, it will look like the car is 12 years. You don't care. With the queue, be out the queue door. Like, you don't care. The man could cook. Men, learn how to cook. Oh, man, are you here? Oh, are you here? So, this man was a billionaire. One day he met his brother and he gave Esau a gift of $13,500 gift. But he knew how to. So I heard somebody say, men who, who do house chores are poor. Rich men don't do house chores. I say that man doesn't have his head on, his mind in his head. He has his mind in his foot. Bible said that one day whilst Jacob was cooking some bean soup Esau came in from hunting he was hungry and said and you see the amazing thing is that Esau too can cook in fact Esau was the one that cooks the best meal for the father please pay attention to this teaching don't be casual to this word it's deep Hey, one deep. I'm taking you inside. And see whether you come out. <laughs> Esau was the best cook amongst the two of them. That was why when Isaac was about to go, it was Esau he called that go and do meat soup for me. So it wasn't that Esau could not cook was because he didn't see the importance of what he had. But Jacob saw the loophole and said, this is an opportunity to become something in life through cooking. 
through a simple anything you are doing simple master it musicians master the skill whatever you are doing if you are an administrator master the skill a friend of mine's father came on retirement and after some years he met his friend who runs a filling station like a fleet of filling stations and he said oh you should come you should come and take over the accounting sector in three weeks the man had found out all the leaking holes by the time they did their calculation in the next one month they could now make extra 200,000 profit immediately the man said I'm going to pay you one tenth of this money every month and he added a new brand new car master your skill clap <laughs> master the skill I buy books every time because I got to master how to pastor I'm not a pastor I'm a revivalist you see how I preach I don't preach like a pastor I preach I know it will offend you but I'll still preach because I'm a revivalist I'm learning how to pastor you know a pastor does not say you know when a pastor is preaching he if you're a pastor, you're a pastor. There's a way you handle it so that you don't offend people. But if you're a revivalist, eh? no, if somebody is dying, if you are not dying, they won't press your chest. Too. If you are not dying, they press your chest, they can rather kill you. <laughs> oh, today, you people, I'm going to the book. I'm, 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 I'm going to slow down. You see, you say deep, deep, deep. I'm taking you deep, then you are confused. You see, when somebody faints, you see that they give them, see. Uh-huh. that one is a dead goat so they are there trying to try whether you come back but if you are alive you are strong and they do that for you it can kill you so as a revivalist I, you see when I preach I give injections then you get a pastor <laughs> pastor this one here is about me yes it's about you take it like that I'm learning how to pastor. Yeah. But you see, it is this same vessel that have opened doors for a lot of. I am a very fertile pastor. Yeah. Spiritual, everything. I'm very fertile in the realms of the spirit. Yeah. So you, you, you have to. See the opportunity. You are in this ministry. You are not serving in any ministry. You have to see opportunity and grab it. Because in your season of harvest, your harvest only manifests through utilized opportunity. So Jacob saw that, no, this one, this guy doesn't know what he's asking for. So because of time, I can't read all. So Esau came, he was hungry, and then Jacob had cooked food, and this is Esau. He couldn't control himself. He didn't have emotional intelligence. He wanted now, 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 now. You are dating the person. You want to impregnate her now before you marry. You don't have emotional intelligence. So if you are clapping, continue clapping. You want to test the engine. 
whether it is Tico or Hyundai or the Ope BM, Ope BM, road You don't have what? This is Esau. You are hungry. How could you? This is what happened. This is what happened. Let me give you what actually happened. Let me give, let me bring it down for you to understand. Are you here? So, let's say you are a wife and you have a maid at home and you come home and you are like, you are hungry, you are hungry. The maid said, this food is for me. He said, okay, anything, anything you want, I will do and take. He said, okay, 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 okay. Then the wife said, I want your wedding ring and your marriage certificate and your husband. So, take it, let me eat. That was what Esau did. By the time he had temporal satisfaction, he got to know that he would never be satisfied in life again. Because Jacob saw an opportunity that this was a careless man who cannot handle the birthright, the blessing, the leadership of the family cannot be given to such a man. I need to take hold of it. So Esau sold his birthright for a cup of cocoa. He lost the opportunity. But Jacob, you know, the, having the birthright in Israel days or culture is that that man becomes the head, the judiciary head of the family. That son takes a double portion. A double portion. So if the man has 12 sons and he's giving everybody one Ghana, one Ghana, that person takes two Ghana. He has the right to the distribution of inheritance. Without him, no property from the paternal line could be shared. And Esau, you have become the head of the family, but you cannot see that this opportunity is bigger than food. Opportunity to serve God. The opportunity to win souls. The opportunity to join usher. The opportunity to be a prayer warrior. The opportunity to serve is bigger than food. May our days of harvest not end without a manifestation. Am I blessing you today? Because if you don't have the birthright, you cannot take the inheritance. And Jacob saw it. What do you see? What do you see? I remember I was serving Pastor Kujo some years. After tech, I left. I went to um, another ministry because I'm coming to strange opportunities. There are strange opportunities you should run away from. So I had the opportunity to do miracle hour in a church. So I felt that Charlie, that is my gift. And if they are not using me, I'm going. I'm going. When I say one, to this one, two, three, I started a long time. And it worked. It has been working, doesn't it work? It works. It's still working. Because it carries the blood of Jesus. One, two, three, take. So I went, I was helping in the miracle hour. And then one day I was there, my mom calls me and said, 
pastor has asked you to return to Baton and come and sit down. A lot of you would have said, is it not the same work of God? He said, come and sit down. Immediately, I went to the pastor and said, Sofu, Papa has called me. I'm going to sit down. Oh, you're just going to sit down. Okay, okay, you don't worry. You, go, you can go Sunday service. And I said, no. Papa said, I should come and sit down. It was an opportunity. But it has been disguised. Some of us, I like the first service message. One of the youthful passions you should run away from is the passion of impatience. Sit down. So I came to sit down. Every day I'll be behind him. I'll give him water. I do this, do this, do this. Today I'm here. There are some opportunities, they are death traps. They are death traps. You only get to know when it affects you. have five minutes. Your promotion is in the utilized opportunity. Your elevation is in the utilized opportunity. Your prosperity is in a utilized opportunity. So let's say I have a prophecy over my life. You'll be a great man of God, which I know. A lot of pastors have said, great. how will I become a great man of God? By selling tomatoes? No. By playing football? No. By pastoring well. So what do I do? Do I stay like the way I used to preach? I used to pastor? No. You can ask George how many books I order from US to study every day. We have just ordered about 18 books from top-notch church growth experts in dollars because I have to learn how to pastor a post-quarantine church. It is not like the other church before COVID. You have a prophecy on your life and that has made you proud. Prophecy. Who is here that doesn't have prophecy over his life? Let me see. <laughs> oh, tell me. Hey, you know me? Me, that prophet, he called me. If I was watching after hour, and Pastor Elvis said, there's this woman, you are seated on a green bed sheet, and your pillow is red, and your leg is on the floor. The Lord is saying, you'll be a global icon. And I felt it in my spirit. Stop it there. Just, just stop it there. May you see opportunities. Even in bad situations. Maybe that's where I'll end it. Even in bad situations. Even when the case is worse. 
see an opportunity in there. When the thing is hopeless, when the thing does not look like it will work, see it. I've seen people, I've seen people the Lord has transformed over the years. It didn't look like it would work, but it worked. It didn't look like it was a good time. It, it didn't look like God was in it. It didn't look like. If I told you, some of you, you don't know, if I told you that this church started six months without microphone, without sound, will you believe it? Six months. An opportunity is not always nice. It's not always tasting like honey. Some opportunities are bitter as bitter leaf. And such opportunities takes a, 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 an element of faith. Naomi and Ruth. What was in Naomi that Ruth should be addicted to? It was beyond the natural eye. It was beyond the natural eye. It was deep in her spirit that though this woman has lost her husband, she has lost her sons, she may be characterized in the society as a bad luck woman. I have lived with the woman and I know the God that she serves. I believe that in her is an opportunity to become relevant. believe. Ruth follows Naomi. Where are our convictions? Where are our convictions? She followed Naomi. And Ruth's life was never the same. Don't look for green grass. Look for fertile ground. Did you hear that? Look for green grass. Look for fertile ground. Because a green grass can be an artificial grass. You can clap for that. I hear this song. And it flows to the highest mountain. divine opportunities. May your eyes be open to see divine opportunities in the name of Jesus. 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 Listen. Anytime you, you miss an opportunity, your destiny shrinks. You miss the opportunity to go to school. You miss the opportunity to work at that place. Behaving, you thought there was a better place, you thought there was a better salary, and then you enter into that job, the new one, and you realize that mm, I wish, I wish Absalom missed the opportunity to be the next king. Now, to end with that kind of picture, there are some opportunities that will make you a happy. 
household name but will make you a global non-entity. A household name. Opportunity that can limit your glory was that time that Potiphar's wife was given to Joseph because if he had slept with Potiphar's wife, he will have favor with Potiphar. But his favor was not supposed to come from Potiphar. It must come from Pharaoh. But at that moment, if you are not spiritually alert, you would think that this is my breakthrough. You see, poverty can make you see nothing as big. Poverty can let you, if you get Toyota Corolla, you think that you've got car. Like, like you are in a compound house and you bought Toyota Corolla, so no, even Corolla have gone far. Let's see. Now some new one has come. It's a, no, 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 vet. Vet Crasson. Some ZB at the back. Suzuki. And then the way they drive comfortably, because it's tear rubber and they are always air conditioned. And they leave the rubber on it. I break mental barriers in your mind. So David, there was a man called Goliath. Say Goliath. Tormented Israel for 40 days and 40 days. Nobody could confront him. They saw Goliath as an enemy and an icon of shame on them. But David comes on the scene. Instead of seeing Goliath as an enemy, he saw Goliath as an opportunity because he had the caliber physically and spiritually prepared to grab opportunities. Why are you running away? Why are we running away from opportunities? prepared you can prepare in the physical but if you don't prepare in the spiritual it will be a challenge David looks at the man he started asking hey you people what will be done for the man who kills this one they say oh the man will ah the king will give him many riches the king will give him his daughter to be wife eh, eh, I'm sure at that point David paused he said eh, you say what I'm entering royal blood. If even you don't add that, my family will be free from tax because of woman. I'll face Goliath. So in Goliath was prayers of David. There are opportunities that are not nice people. There are counsels you can receive from an advisor, a pastor, a parent, a friend, it doesn't taste well. But take it. In the realms of the spirit, there is nothing like I know my rights. But I know the word. Not I know my rights, but I know the word. I pray that your 
eyes will be anointed to see opportunities in this season. I say your eyes will be anointed to see opportunities in this season. In the name of Jesus. Arise and prepare because a day is coming. A day is coming. Opportunities will knock at your door and you have to go for them. Because when you miss them, you are disturbing generations of born. Yes. Some of us should have been great people by now. Great footballers. Great preachers. Great church workers. There are singles today who should have been married. But when the guy came, you oversized him. And some men too, they don't help themselves. This for singles. If I say it right now, those who are married will be offended. Yeah. <laughs> you don't help yourself. Why are you going for an humiliating match? You don't help yourself. <laughs> the place is quiet. They are waiting to hear. I won't say it's for only singles <laughs> because it's a heavy one. You could have been married by now. But you oversized. If my wife oversized me, she would have missed it. Yeah. Yeah, she would have missed it. And she now, she will know that she has missed it. But I sized myself before I went. So that is what I wanted to say coded. Size yourself before you go. David did not go as a human being to face Goliath. He went with his God. So a big Goliath and a bigger God who will win. Yes. May the Lord open your eyes to see opportunities and may the Lord awaken you. Because see, there are evil opportunities. Somebody will say, oh, come and smoke. Oh, it doesn't do anything. It just gives you energy. It just, you feel energy. Say energy. Energy. That is energy. When they are saying energy, that thing you do has that. It is different from what you are saying. When you take it to open your eyes, you, you, you will perform. Sometimes I go and watch Shatawale. Just, just watch him and laugh. I'll just watch what I say. This guy, he's in a world of his own. How I wish he was a pastor. To that being serious. You see how many gifts switch from the kingdom. And I heard Sami saying that the enemy is looking to take people out of the light into darkness. Imagine Shatta was a pastor. Stone Boy was a pastor. Snoop Dogg was a pastor. Tupac. These are excellent talents. Gifts. You are here. Don't become the nurse of them. The gift is there. The, the, you have the desire. They are politicians in this house. Go for it. Go 
and contest and fail and go again and fail and go again and win and I'll come to your office and pray for you when you listen to Dr. Odabel's preaching you see that we must not remain at the base we must enter into places of power and places of authority to determine what goes on in the land imagine somebody like me as the president of Ghana I have to close the time has flew like that imagine maybe not, not that Dr. Otterberg is becoming president but somebody who is like him is the president of Ghana that is why get your basis right if you are righteous you must be righteous know your ethics because in the of promotion if you have not mastered yourself you will now be contemplating should I join Ocot or I shouldn't join Ocot because you didn't build your foundation well close your eyes and lift up your right hand let me pray for you you can clap you can clap and lift up your right hand I pray for you in the name of Jesus I pray that the Lord will open your eyes to see recognize and utilize receive the boldness of the lion receive the wisdom of the snake receive the swiftness of the deer in the name of Jesus receive the strength of the horn of the unicorn in the name of Jesus receive the anointing of the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus I decree and I declare any opportunity the Lord sends your way you will not miss it I see you working in palaces I see you working for kings I see you signing contracts I see you consulting for big big firms in the name of Jesus I prophesy the manifestation of greatness of prosperity into your bloodline and your DNA in the door that has been lost let the Lord restore in Jesus name amen and amen give the Lord a clap offering I want to lay hands on all the children I said on Friday The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.